0: Hello, everyone. Bonjour, tout le monde. Alors, c'est Caro BD pour le Puppet Podcast on the Road. Uh, I will do this podcast in English because my guests speak English. It's Sarah Nolan. Sarah seems not quite there, but I said I will start, so I will start. Um, I'm now in Florida, in Pensacola. I send to many like groups of puppeteer around different area some link uh, to have maybe a connection with you guys. I want to know who listened the live online, who is there, who's interested to meet as a puppeteer, as a practitioner, as someone who builds stuff in their uh, their back door. I want to know who you are. I want to have like. Uh, conversation about what we do, why we cherish, cherish this art, this medium of uh, communication and creation and enjoy to put life into an animate object. So, yeah, I wonder uh, if you can write into the comments uh, uh, who is there, and where are you? I will touring for uh, two years. So I will do all across US and Canada. So I'm really here is open to uh, have good, good opportunity to meet you, to show uh, to people your work and your vision of uh, this. So be free to um, just click. I'm not used to those coaching model, but click uh, uh, into it uh, just like... um, look at the cha- channel, uh, like, uh, subscribe, and thumbs up, and let's do this as a puppeteer. So I want also to, part, uh, to talk about uh, Unima. Unima is um, an association of puppeteers. It's uh, all around the world. So sometime I I know people know this, and I will uh, also promote this fact that we are an international community and uh you have like sarah is part of that she will go to bali where they have their big annual uh, get together as a an association so look at the website i will put it down there also if you don't know what is unima it's an international association of Puppeteer or a puppet lover or people who enjoy this piece of art. So yeah, I see people uh, uh, Saying to comments different things. So maybe I have like also time zone uh, Confusion but uh, I will like stay accurate to my time zone like as Montreal and uh, New York Boston area this uh, straight line I can say the East time so, yeah, so, it, it, when you see the podcast, it will be, like, and it said, uh, because in Pensacola now, it's, it's, it's seven o'clock. So, it depends, but I, I will always, like, do it, as I said, at eight, because that's our world with this thing. So, um yeah, so, basically, I'm touring, and I'm there for, until Sunday, and after we will go, next city is uh, Tampa and Jacksonville. So, we will be uh, quite a time in Florida, enjoy the sun. And, uh, yeah, and if you don't know what I'm doing, I'm part of Axel, a uh, Cirque du Soleil show, and I do a giant puppet on ice. I do this, like, uh, it's with all of my art, I have a mic and I put the voice into that giant puppet who skates. It's uh, basically a robot dog, the, the kind of best buddy of the main character. And his name is Teal. And it's a really interesting uh, job that I get to play with all of those great skaters and singers and musicians and acrobats to make a puppet in this circus universe and just bring it there, make it breathe, make it alive, so um, I'm really happy, I hope everyone could see uh, this this show, because it's really a, a good one, it's really something, I feel, uh, who brings something new to the eyes, and yeah, to circus as a, as a circus show, so yeah, so be free to say comments there during the time we we wait for sarah and i think i could also like because i always i will always ask kind of the same question but sometimes the interview could go all over um i will ask those questions i could like answer for me what is my answer but i just want before going into that During we waiting, Sarah, um, tell you that next week I will like I will go on the pad because every city I meet a puppeteer. That's my purpose. So next week I will have someone of Syracuse that I meet over there, and like I will go after to have been to Huntsville touring there. So I will um, have someone from Huntsville and. Now I'm searching a puppeteer in Pensacola. So if you have any n- name that you can drop to me, just write it down. And uh yeah, just uh, let me know. I will be also in Wash- Worcester, Worcester near Boston area. So I know that's good that uh, Amy will be there. And like all of my Boston friends, I will try to make a group and have like tickets for... uh like the puppet show place, uh, uh, employee and resident artist. So I will w- see you there. And uh, yeah, in Quebec and Montreal, I will uh, be there in December. So uh, if you are willing to come to Montreal during the beginning of the cold, you're really welcome. I will be also in Montreal during the our tour break in March. And it's become like at the same time that the Festival Castellier, It's a great international puppet festival uh, happening in Outremont in Montreal. And you have a lot of people who are coming from all over to enjoy that. And you have this off part, like we call it OOF. I was part of the creation of this festival. So I will be uh, swinging by. And uh, if you are a puppeteer and you want to just show up to montreal to the oof you are really welcome we have like this project uh, request if you want to send the project to the oof uh, you can come and maybe do a performance maybe sharing your work bring a puppet in your backpack and uh, make a little show you have a uh, ice also all around the the place where the festival like the the art festival uh, happening so you can come bring your skates and maybe skates with me and talk about puppetry on ice so yeah so I keep waiting for Sarah but let's keep creating on this podcast because the podcast is also something that we could um, discuss about it's something that we we could give knowledge towards this so my first question I ask always is why? Uh, what makes the art of puppetry an art that you cherish? So I could answer to that because it's something for me really. I I could say spiritual. I don't want to go into the too much of uh, uh, weirdo stuff. It's not weirdo at all. It's spiritual in terms that. The job of a puppeteer is to bring life something to something who not So I feel it's really, for me, um, vibrating because it could give to children an education about life and death. And as I discover the giant puppet world, oh yeah, you appear! Yeah, here you are. Okay, I will just finish my sentences and I will drop you in the screen. Uh, So, yeah, as I discovered the giant puppet influence, I saw children just get together and get into this vibration about making together a puppet moving and get, like, something really deep I could say as humanity so that was the start of my love with Puppet and uh, now I will introduce you to my great friend Sarah Nolan who is a puppeteer and she's based now at the puppet show place she's a resident artist she's a filmmaker she has plenty of projects all around so she could talk to us about whatever she wants so Sarah you're there!
1: having me caroline how are you i'm good i'm really good and you i'm good i'm good i'm i'm so sorry that you had to vamp um we just had a a long meeting for our open studios we're having here so i apologize but but thank you for having me on this uh on this podcasting adventure this live feed yes i've never i've never gone live before i've never gone live online before so this is very
0: it's very exciting yeah yeah and it's it's the moment to share our job and what we do and uh yeah um i will put my headphone i think that's a uh, that will make the sound better if you don't hear me well, well you hear no, me i well. hear you i hear you
1: great yeah
0: we'll try with this Sometimes it's make it less noise because maybe my computer make noise. Is it better? Uh, I saw people like, mm. right you put your headphones. Okay. So maybe we are good right now. So, okay, let's start.
1: D'accord. So,
0: d'accord. <laughs> and yes, it's in English because we have like uh, international community. Um, but first, yes. I was talking about UNIMA, and like I introduced this uh, project that you have. So maybe you can uh, start with just introduce us about this tra- uh, this travel you will do. Uh, right,
1: this big soon. travel. Oh, I'm so, yeah, I'm thrilled to be uh, part of this project. It's through uh, UNIMA, which is the Union International de la Marionette. Uh, and I have been asked to be the director for the Three Americas uh, portion of the, the presentation. So the the project itself is called Four Continents, Four Creations, Four Continents. And basically, they've divided up all of the the UNAMA um, organization's of the world basically into four continents. So uh, there's the Americas, uh, Europe, Asia, and Africa. And so what's happening is uh, each of these, uh, I guess groupings yeah. will be um, choosing a cast and a director to from every part of that continent to present the same show four different ways. Yes. Uh, I think in four different languages. I'm pretty sure in four different languages at the uh, International Congress uh,
0: in in
1: 2020, so in April of 2020. And this uh, National Congress will be held in Bali, Indonesia, which is very exciting. Indonesia,
0: that's exciting. So
1: the uh, piece is called Customs. and it was written uh, by a Brazilian uh, uh, playwright, and he wrote this play that was uh, basically about 20, 20 minutes. Um, uh, Nikolai, oh, what is his name? His, I know his last name is Nikolayevsky. Um, okay, but, but
0: it, it's fine. I think people could get more detail about about the festival because the idea is to promote also that, they could maybe go there, and they could like join Unima. I, I promote that. Oh
1: yes, definitely. Level. I mean, every uh, every little pocket of the world pretty much has a Unima organization, or or a um, you know uh, organization, or an off an, a branch to reach out to. Um, so you know, even looking through the book of Unima. You know, you get a little, uh, almost like a telephone book when you join and you get the telephone book of all the UNIMA organizations around the world. It's very exciting because you're like, oh, uh, Prague. And,
0: yeah, many, uh, many people.
1: Yeah, That's no, exciting. Um, but yeah, so the um, the group that we have is, is combining the UNIMAs of uh, Canada, US, Mexico and Latin America and, uh, were um,
0: I can't uh, wait Chile. to know like who is the Montreal represent? Oh, it's
1: Jesse Orr.
0: Oh,
1: Do you know Jessie? Not but, not
0: personally, but the name is
1: familiar. But yes, so so she's joining us as the as our our Canadian representative, and then uh, I am from the United States and I'm the director. And then Mark Blashford is also uh, from the U.S. a puppeteer, and he's going to be joining us as the cast. And then there is um, from Chile, we have a puppeteer from Chile. Uh, uh, it's so funny, Caroline. Yes, because I'm talking to Carol. Wait, uh, this is very... Bad. I'm talking to you. Uh, so this one's really hard because you came to visit us and stayed for a month. And uh, you are Carolina. Not ah. Um, no, you are Caroline. And then and Carolina. Latin America. From, yes, from Chile came. And I was, I was, I kept going back to where the next lamp ah Ah. Uh, and then. Um, uh, Abigail uh, uh, Espinola from uh, Mexico is going to be joining us, so uh, we're very excited because we've done one workshopping of the of the piece um, at the O'Neill Puppetry Conference, which is held in Connecticut every summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did that in June, but unfortunately Abigail could not join us, um, and so Mark came in as a puppeteer. Uh, but then we're going to be in um, Montreal. Um, at uh, the... Castellier. At, uh, not Castellier, but uh, I don't think we'll... We're not going to be at the festival, but um, Louise Lapointe has invited us to... Uh, la Maison. Work, to, to yeah, work, workshop there at the Maison. Um, la Maison des Arts de la Marionette. Yes, <laughs> what she said. Uh, yeah. And so that'll be really fun. I'm, I'm looking forward because that's when we'll have everybody... Yeah, it'll be very cold, which means we have to be together because yeah. it will be January and yeah. Bring your God. good,
0: good, good, good jacket, good, oh, good boy. one. Yeah. So my, they, I will jump into like deep question. The first one is, what makes the art of puppetry, Sarah, an art that you cherish? An art that I cherish. Yeah. Why? Why? What makes it like something you? Yeah. What makes it like exciting? For me,
1: for me the magic comes from um this uh this very strange world a puppeteer inhabits where the focus of the audience is not on me, the performer, Uh but on the puppet. And I believe that the fact that I am also focused on the puppet and the audience is focused on the puppet creates, it's almost like our joint focus, like lifts this character or object or puppet into another, it's like another dimension or realm, right? i think there's something very mystical and sometimes you're watching the puppet and it'll do something or say something that's very unexpected and it's that's when i i am sometimes like whoa you know i still i still have moments where uh the puppet can like take over it really is i know i've uh, people have said this before but it's an out-of-body experience but i I do think that there's something very magical and also something very sincere about yeah. puppetry because I enjoy telling stories, but I I don't really, you know, ever since I was a kid, I don't really like being the center of attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, just, I love telling stories. And so if I was telling a story, even I remember when we were third grade, second, third grade, we had to tell a story to the class. And I, I didn't like being up in front of the class. Mm -hmm. I wanted the class to focus on something. Yeah. So I told a story, but I had a lot of props that I, and I had a prop with like a cauldron and I like pulled stuff out of the cauldron and (laughs) right. So it was like, don't look at me, don't look at me, but here's the story. Right. Yeah. I I think there's something very, really lovely about that space. Um, and I, I feel the same way about uh, I think that maybe why I got into filmmaking as well is because I enjoyed being behind the camera, uh-huh. um, and uh, and that space telling a story with with editing, um, you know, yeah, and also, it's also something you're edited. you're looking through yeah you're looking through a lens in both yeah. ways both both ways you know yeah
0: you are a bit exterior of the job yeah
1: you're looking. Uh, you're looking like through the lens. You're looking through the puppet into the, to the yeah. world, into the audience, and um, there's something really lovely about being able to kind of put yourself behind because it's not mm-hmm. about it's not about you, and it's nice because sto- the story is not. Necess- I mean, a lot of my stories aren't necessarily about me, so it's it's easy to keep my own keep my own crap out of it you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good wording <laughs> just that's yeah. true we leave it at the door but it's easy because we are not the thing well mm-hmm. how and when did your crush for puppetry happen
1: my crush ooh, yeah you're ooh, like yeah.
0: just mm-hmm. mm, i want to do this my, this is yeah
1: yeah my my giant poster of like uh, like shirtless obratsov on the wall wow <laughs> like an 80s icon He was just like uh let me i don't know i think
0: did you was... remember a show or like a someone who brings you an object or a puppet or a
1: lot of it was you know my my parents exposed me to a lot of different Artwork. I mean, my, my dad definitely inspired me with, with because he, he was an artist and a graphic designer, but he would also, like, um, bring home these movies that were always really all over the place, from, like, noir films to crazy animation, like, Jan Svankmajer, like, yeah. just kind of all over the place. And that was always really uh, inspiring. Um, and then... My mom with, um, you know, being a teacher growing up with her and she taught uh, children with special needs um, and they basically she, you know, had like five or six different ways to explain a concept, right? Because mm-hmm. the, uh, she would she would use all different kinds of props and storytelling just to like uh, to help educate and i thought that was really fascinating is a uh, very like visually learning you know and so that was that was always a world that she opened up to me was this visually learning and and motor skills and and uh uh-huh. you know learning as a way to play you know yeah That's so cool. um and yeah so i think that combination i think Possibly, I mean, if we're talking about, like, puppetry, I think maybe, of of course, all the, you know, when I could get a a hold of a Muppet movie um, from the local uh, Video Central, (laughs) you know, this is like pre-blockbuster, this is is like Video Central, and uh, (laughs) there was also a local video store, Vulcan Video, that I went to all the time in South Austin where I grew up, Um, but yes, so I think, yeah. I think lots of movies. I didn't. I didn't go to a lot of live.
0: Yeah, theater. but you are also in movie. So, like the puppet and movie for you is, mm-hmm. is really really a project also. Yeah, yeah. So
1: what?
0: Think, uh, yeah, you are about to say something. I was just going to the next question, but if yes, you something. Bring the it The next on. one. Okay, yeah. so in your opinion, like, what would be the best feel? of study uh, or the best background for a puppeteer like right? what well, because people arrive into puppetry from mm. different
1: different that's areas a, so that's for a you very good question yeah for me it was you know music filmmaking improv comedy like those yeah. are the technical skills that yeah. i that i learned in a in a formal environment. So I think all three of those have, are very, very, um, like intrinsically connected to puppetry. You know, sometimes Uh I I have this theory that like, um, I think that Eisenstein's montage theory is just like puppetry because it's, you're juxtaposing images you're juxtaposing materials right and
0: mm-hmm.
1: um similar laws oh. it, yeah and you're limiting right you're limiting the frame right puppetry is a very limited palette or it can be right it yeah. all depends on what you want to say because object puppetry especially it's like a very it's it's um it's it's amazing it's a, it's an additive it's like this object plus this object equals meaning yeah. Or yeah, are they yeah. clashing? What's the juxtaposition? Like what yeah. yeah. I think that's really, really what true. are the what are the frames you're creating?
0: Um, yes
1: in in your in your shows and in your in your puppet stories.
0: Yeah. Um oh, so different background could make a good puppet or a good puppet oh uh, yeah. Show I think
1: I, know, I, th- I think that I know a lot of people come from theater and and that gives them such a great performance. Just performance ability, right? And and vocal abilities can can be really strong mm-hmm. if you have a theater background. Uh, I I think um, improv was really helpful because it helped me limit the scope of the puppetry, right? Mm-hmm. Like of the story. You know, you you get the first. You want to get to the get to the point of the show uh, I, I, as soon as the lights go up, or as soon as the um, as the first couple lines are said, you know, Uh it's like, oh, I, you know, I I understand where we are. are." Mm -hmm. And so I think, and, and then play the game, right? Like finding the game in a scene was really important. When I applied that layer to puppetry, it's like, it makes a very interesting um, parallel. I know it helps, it helps me edit. Right. And so I'm always thinking about things in terms of editing and, What's actually necessary? You know, I'm a big fan of of cut, 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 and then And you add one thing back in, right?
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: That's what my dad says with logo design. Like when you're designing a logo, you just cut, 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 and then when it's too empty, then you add like one more thing back in. And I think about that, I think about puppetry that way sometimes. It's like, what is absolutely
0: necessary necessary
1: to tell this story? What is being, let's get rid of all the distractions, you know, and that, that's not only in terms of like building the puppet, but that's in terms of, um, that's also in terms of actions, right? Like, oh, is that, is that gesture even necessary? in this mm-hmm. moment what is that mm-hmm. saying oh it's confusing let's get rid of it so yeah. yeah I think editing is yeah you like I like to like build it all up and then cut. cut, 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 cut. And yeah that's a good parallel
0: and um, what would
1: uh... But I also think ice skating is an amazing thing to have as a technical skill and background <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's one of the key the crucial that's one thing that I'm missing is uh, the yeah. ice skating yeah. skills that yeah.
0: One of my friends is training to, to back up me if something happened. Like, And she she's learning to skate. She's a puppeteer, but it, it's funny how it's... Ability, oh, so your
1: puppeteer me. friend is learning to skate.
0: Yeah. So uh. this is another... So let's see. Camille, it's possible. We think to you.
1: <laughs>
0: let's see. Yes, put
1: me in line for those classes. <laughs> yeah. So um,
0: the next question is, how would you define what is a puppet? Like when we say, "It's a puppet." In your own word.
1: Marionette? Hmm.
0: Qu'est-ce que la marionette?
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Where is the puppet? Uh...
0: What it like? How you define this? Because sometimes you, you, I know you work with kids, so sometimes we have to. There's,
1: you know, our artistic director Roxy Myram has really great synthesized um very like really great um definition and i, I i'm still working on mine you know yeah. it's always like uh it's always growing and shrinking and 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 depending on on the group you're in front of but i uh, what is a puppet not, yeah not what is puppetry
0: no what is a puppet like because we we think object theater but we think like w- what is a puppet. What makes a puppet, and what does it make a props or an object or?
1: Like. I don't know. What do you What do you think? <laughs> me
0: time. Yeah, me. I I always think in terms of a, a puppet is like when you make it breathe. Mm-hmm. Like the breathing is really key. Like the, the 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 fact that you 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 put the intention of breathing into an object. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think of, of that, but also sometimes I talk about the eyes the fact that you have like a a specific focus with the gravity like how you feel with the gravity makes it alive so that's kind of for me but like the unanimate animate animate also
1: well it's like I want to say a puppet is an image of
0: yeah, because you're from cinema, it's like so that's physical, what
1: it's like. The what is what is an image versus what is a physical element, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was a, a physical element that is moved by hand to create the illusion of life.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good.
1: So <laughs> I, we could quote so you I, and, at some point. Yeah, some video. <laughs> wow, well, we yeah,
0: Sarah Nolan. To
1: let me edit it a little first but yeah like I think I think that you're creating an illusion of life yeah yeah and and um I like uh, Penny Francis has a really great book um called puppet puppetry by Penny Francis mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. a great section in there and I I go to it all the time when I'm chatting with folks about Um, you know, if, if we're doing a workshop together or something, and she has this long list of not necessarily what makes good puppetry, but what puppets are bad at. Mm. She's got a really great list in there of, of, um, of things that puppets do not do well. Yeah. Could you give some example for the, one one of them is, one of them is long drawn out monologues. Yeah. talking, 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 talking head puppets. Not, not the best. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of potential, right? So, yeah. but then like you, you make the rules and then you break the rules and then yeah, you
0: know, yeah. Because if we say that, maybe tomorrow, <laughs> poof, someone will do it. Like oh, oh I'm see, yeah. like into action. And,
1: yeah, I'm sure it's been done very successfully before, and all of those things that you can, all those rules you break successfully. Um, but you, ha- I think it is good to have um, some action. knowledge. Yeah, some knowledge of them. And I think uh, when puppets, because that's the other thing. It's like, how much of the language can you take out? That's what I'm thinking a lot about with Mm -hmm. customs, you know, as we're working, because it is a script that we are speaking in English, but it's going to be performed at an international conference. And one of my Mm -hmm. concerns is making sure that the action is enough to tell the story. Yeah. Yeah. No, like if we, if we don't have the words like we could still we, un, we still understand what's happening mm-hmm. um, and i was very happy because i spoke with um uh, um alice gotchok was there at the conference and she told me afterwards that her son who is about i want to say seven or eight or nine he was he, he she said he he doesn't speak english so but he was paying attention to the to the to our workshop performance the whole time and uh-huh. and was engaged and was like laughing at parts and stuff which oh, I was like yes Yeah
0: yeah that's a success for a puppetry yeah yeah, yeah the the to to cross the language barrier is also successful with puppetry. Yeah that's yeah really I think that. so do point. you think the art of puppetry is in an ascension like or it becoming less popular? Do you think we are in two I ask this to everyone and I find it really interesting.
1: You know, I feel like for the past 30 years, there's just been articles saying it's the golden age of puppetry, right? (laughs) Like every every, it just, we've been in the golden age of puppetry for like 30 years or something. But I I don't know, I I, I feel as though it depends on the type of puppetry, right? Because I do Mm -hmm. see a lot more, you know. I, I, I don't really have my like thumb on the pulse of Broadway or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, you do see things, you know, ref- referencing, you know, Julie Taymor and and mm-hmm. um, War Horse and what about Lion King and da, 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 da. But you know, yeah,
0: yeah like, I, we I, have like we have many main I, player.
1: I think we are. I I want to believe we are, but I am also, you know, doing children's puppet shows as a touring company as a solo touring company, you know, I I do team mm-hmm. up with and do duo shows with like two others, but you know, for the most part it's me and I Yeah. I um I'm looking around and a lot of um well, there is a good balance of new puppeteers coming in and like doing it you know they're doing live shows with for kids right it's very exciting and i think that's really really great um
0: in boston like you and honey are really like for me i was really impressed just to to show up in the school and here it is (laughs) and you build everything from from, it's it's amazing like i I, I find others like
1: my shadow show wasn't necessarily like boof it was more like (laughs) all right kids in two hours you'll see a puppet shop you were there for that uh yeah yeah. but yes it it is like a a, it is a pretty magical transformation when you can go into any space because when I do fairy tailor I literally am unpacking a tailor shop so when kids come in the space and I've turned their like gym into a tailor shop into this like cozy tailor shop they, I love when kids walk in because they're like, oh, you know. Yeah,
0: they love the fact that it's in
1: our gym, in
0: our school. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. we underestimate the effect of, right. of coming towards them. How they, oh my god, what will happen? <laughs>
1: well, because and that's in in um Penny Francis's book. She talks about transformation and how transformation is just one of the main. Things that puppetry does so well and I think that includes space transformation yeah right yeah
0: yeah yeah totally, it's, to it's,
1: it's, to it's, it's magical in that way yes I, I I do think there is an ascension um I'm interested to see especially with you know children's media and all mm-hmm. of these you know types of television and streaming services and how that media and, and entertainment landscape, how that mm. will uh, infuse puppetry, if at all into mm-hmm. it. Right? Yeah, I think, and right. I, I do think, I do think that there is with things like uh, stranger things or, or, and other movies, well, at least in the first season to really rely on practical effects. huh. Um, So I do think that in this world of maybe not necessarily like a puppetry ascension, ascension, but more of a practical, um, practical, like textural ascension. Right. I think people, people are wanting and craving, you know, actual and physical textures and, and, and practical effects and, and yeah. things of that nature because i think we're so bombarded by um you know yeah, animation yeah. and uh, advertisements that are all you know so clean i think there's this real real need for something a little more gritty yeah uh, yeah the puppetry can be really gritty yeah. of course it can be clean and beautiful
0: um, yeah it could be it a poor word, like like uh, the skin like like something like more deep
1: yeah, yeah. Where's the depth, right? Yeah. Because with animation, yeah. it's so it can be so flat. Like, mm-hmm. There's only a couple layers, right? Yeah. Um, and then with, um, I think it's very, it's really interesting seeing like all of the, the like shows at Disney World that include puppetry now. You know, like Frozen. Yeah. That that's that's really interesting.
0: Yeah, um, I think we will have job. We still. Our job oh. is not really in danger with this oh. ascension, but but my last question is for you. What is your biggest purpose as a puppeteer? Like, is it to play in front of a huge crowd, to write the best story, to get the best storytelling with puppet? Like, do you have like I know you are also uh, working for film. So, what is your purpose as a your biggest purpose? achieve like in your career or
1: I, I want my biggest purpose is to is to help is to help children and help them learn and just like my mom did by you know working with all those different visual ways to educate um, mm-hmm. I think doing that through puppetry whether it's social emotional or even, you know, right now we're doing a show with social justice. Uh, I I think all of these much needed lessons about helping and empathy mm-hmm. and kindness is all, are all ways, are all um, lessons that can be taught through and with the tool of puppetry. And for a long time, I said, oh, I can only do this through children's television. And mm-hmm. um But what I'm realizing is I didn't know the audience, right? So even though I made a couple of films and and shorts with puppets, it's really interesting how now I'm getting to learn that audience uh, face-to-face, which Mm -hmm. I never really like babysat when I was in high school or anything like that. So... I didn't actually know kids like I didn't understand them <laughs> for a long time. I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna like make movies for them. I'll just like make films for them." But now I'm actually getting to know them face to face, and I think, yeah, I think that is so powerful, right? Yeah. getting little girls and boys to come up to me and talk about the same character that they were inspired by, and it's not necessarily like a a gendered role it's you know it's an object puppet so both of them relate so I think there are some things that puppetry does really really well especially for for younger kids and teenagers I don't know I think teenagers are are kind of being left out of the the fray right now so I don't know I I think a lot about life lessons and teaching and, Mm and using puppetry as a way to to, go, to go uplift um, to uplift yeah and to um yeah to to circumvent the the like nagging education or the um yeah the <laughs> finger the finger waving education yeah um. make example
0: or humanity bringing sort some masses towards the emotion and just mm-hmm. like. Woo, da, da
1: yeah I'm really with you on this. I really agree, yeah, and of of course, I love performing for adults, but adults are pretty easy because they're they're at the point where they're empathetic and they they are like, you get on stage and and they're even if it's a bad joke, they're like, mm-hmm, you know, they'll like kind of uh-huh. give you because i I learned I got my uh, I got rid of my um stage fright by doing improv for a couple of years on. On an improv stage in Dallas, and then, but then I started performing for kids, and kids are just like, "That's not funny," <laughs> you know. They'll <laughs> like, they'll tell you, and that was just shocking. So I, it's yeah, it's, they're they're a tougher crowd, and you got to be ready to adapt with them. And what you know, the development brackets are so yeah,
0: and the vocabulary comes, also
1: the vocabulary you got to you got to be ready for anything. So I think this, you know, this mm-hmm. time right now, just performing my own solo stuff yeah. for kids is That's so fun. fascinating. I'm learning a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> That's what... In front of kids. So yeah. I'm, I'm really That's enjoying it. That's um,
0: amazing. So to conclude, I would, uh, I think maybe you have a friend you want to present to us maybe unlike i saw in your back maybe maybe you have like someone like uh, that you have under
1: oh yeah
0: i always like to conclude with uh, like something like it could bring a concrete a uh, uh, concrete Memory uh, okay. for the audience to see uh, one of. Them.
1: Well, let me see. Let me see. Hold it could on. be
0: something unfinished. It could be like whatever. Yesterday, uh, the last week, Matthew bring us like two characters. So oh wow! Well, I have,
1: yeah, we're in the middle of my studio space, so. So
0: yeah, I know you have plenty have... of wonderful. Stuff okay.
1: There. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Like that.
0: Be patient, people. Be patient. Oh. it's it's almost a castellet this this uh
1: welcome to Sarah.
0: i build some for for your information people i build puppet in this area one evening and yeah it's good memory to see this space
1: oh la la who is this <laughs> okay 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 all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, hold on, hold on, kids. <laughs> all right, so first, let's see, okay, Caroline, you need to, you need to first knock on the door,
0: okay, so, uh, yeah, so, duck, uh, duck, 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 okay, and then,
1: Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that? Uh,
0: It's it's Caroline from the Puppet Podcast on the road.
1: Oh, what do you want? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What do you want?
0: I I want to know you a bit. (laughs)
1: Okay, hold on, hold on. So this is a puppet that I crudely made as an example for like one of our things.
0: Oh yeah. You
1: you're green a
0: bit. Uh, are you sick? Maybe you nah. need back vac- vac- engine. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, feel so good.
1: Yeah. Are you a zombie for Halloween or? Happy Halloween. Yeah, I, I think it's just this uh really crazy little, little Frankenstein. frankenstein I I don't know why she's green. Yeah, what'd you do? <laughs> this is the worst paint job ever. Uh, <laughs> It makes me sick. Yeah. 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 But
0: we we accept everyone. That's yeah. cool.
1: Yeah. So she's really funny. Uh, she's not done. But yeah, it's yeah. basically like model magic, and it was um, a mech we made with kids this summer. That I and the work. mechanic of the mouth is and the mouth is <clears throat> so it's a little spring inside the mouth. Say ah. Yeah. Oh. Ah. <laughs> So the mech is in there, and the there's like a little dowel, and the Uh string comes down and goes down through, and we have like, (laughs) ah,
0: oh, the the secret. uh,
1: So there's a little trigger here, and then I use, um, you know, it's like for kids, so it's like, what do you have around the house? So this is just a uh, top of a bottle. (coughs) Amazing. Um, but yeah. So, I don't know, I think she's like some crazy, I don't know, I just end up making (coughs) for a lot of my pieces. I don't know why, but yeah. So she's got some spirit. (coughs) Yeah. So she's funny. I think, uh, yeah, I'm still working on her. Goodbye.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm talking about Yen on this (laughs) podcast, too much emotion.
1: Hey. Um, so and then the other puppet I have is <coughs> I can do a I can do a shameless oh. plug. Hmm? I Can do a shameless plug.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, bring it. What? <laughs> hey, I'm coughing. I uh, I I'm uh, getting into a allergy thing uh, going on.
1: Oh. Oh, you're sick yeah. like my gamma. Are you sick like my gamma? I know. I am, I am little I oh you are sick. I am little red riding hoodie. Oh. Ha. And the lighting. Oh, this is harsh. Ah, maybe yeah, that's better. So this is little red riding <coughs> hoodie. And she's made from she's just like a little hoodie. Boop. Oh boop. boop. And then that's- when I when I perform. The show she, she comes to life and everybody loves me oh I love her too. yeah so she's like I, she's kind of just like an infused infused object puppet right so it's yes I put a mouth plate in there and a bit of a brain but it really is just a just a little hilly.
0: that's <laughs> cool yeah puppetry <laughs> is from, from inspiration so you can get good good stuff going on thank you so much Sarah to be with us on the third podcast
1: on the road I can't wait to see you when you come to Worcester Worcester.
0: yeah I will uh, let you know all the details so we would be in touch about about the show so thank you and uh, thank you for everyone of watching this so let's promote more puppetry art and uh, let's keep going so, yeah so right. thank you everyone can I, can I, can I high five you yeah like this uh,
1: like this for you no no like <laughs> this. one two three uh, See <laughs> you okay bye, bye.